everybody. Welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having an incredible day. As always, leaving a like, leaving a comment, or subscribing. All of these things are always very much appreciated. Just woke up once again. You know how it goes. If I sound a little groggy in the beginning, I, I can't help it. I literally just rolled out of bed. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. Get ready for another weird, wild, and wacky cryptocurrency news day. The first set of news that I begun seeing when I had opened up the, you know, the good old web browser. For those of you not looking at the screen, it says Bitcoin might hit $48,000. They're missing a K there in coming weeks. Is it the right time to enter a long position? Oh, out of the news. No more than four or so hours at the time of me making this video was incredibly optimistic. And I don't mean like slightly optimistic. I mean some of them talking about we're going to a $50,000 Bitcoin, $45,000 Bitcoins on the way in the next day and a half. Here's $56,000 Bitcoin and here's how we hit it. Those kinds of things. And then for some reason... Like 30 minutes later, all the news rapidly shifted. It says technical analysis. Ethereum dives. <laughs> it's not funny. It says Ethereum dives below $3,000. Can the bulls save the day? I'm laughing because you, if you were here on Wednesday or Tuesday when prices were going up, do you remember I was like, I don't know. I'm feeling like by Friday, prices are definitely going to dip again because it's not that the market was too optimistic. It's just that. You know, we've been stuck in this price trend for a good couple of months now, and I don't see it ending anytime soon. All the news that we've gotten this week was incredibly spectacular. Did everyone forget about the new uh, spot Bitcoin ETF that I'm pretty sure is also going to allow people in America to also have access to it? The other companies who we heard who were buying up tons of Bitcoin, the whale movement that someone purchased $660 million worth of Bitcoin in one transaction and then took it off of Coinbase. Everyone forgot about those. I didn't. And then the price of Bitcoin still went down even after we got those news. So I don't really once again know what's going to cause this market to move up. But good news sure isn't it. It says Bitcoin and Ethereum reverse gains. Tron and Decred, DCR, I think that's Decred, rally. This one says, Luna Bulls attempt to reclaim $94 as $90 holds support. They, they better hope so because, you know, looks like we're going a little bit lower. And I guess also in price news as well, this is news that happened like today, not from another day. This is another Bitcoin whale wallet. It says Bitcoin whale abruptly moves over $600 million in Bitcoin. Here's where the massive crypto trove is going. It went to two different wallets. That's literally it. Uh, these, these news articles always have some kind of a, where's the money going? We don't know. There are no faces attached to these things. We've seen that the two wallets who have gotten the Bitcoin trove, as they're calling it, uh, were and have been accumulating Bitcoin for a long time. Someone purchased a massive amount, split it into two unequal portions, and two separate wallets got it, who have been accumulating tons of Bitcoin before in the past. And I think there was also another wallet from Binance or some other, what do you call it, some other uh, famous cryptocurrency exchange who also had a massive outflow as well. 
But this massive outflow, once again, was of a higher number than the other cryptocurrency exchange, and it was from Coinbase, and therefore they made the news. Um, yeah, that was all the price news. I wish I was slightly joking. Usually we have a more dynamic type of, of, of uh, uh, price news category where we hear what's happening here. Is there something going on with stocks? I saw nothing immediately happening with stocks. It could be as we're entering... The weekend, it it tends to be a a bit more of a lull period when it comes to pricing. But yeah, all the news we've been getting has been spectacular, as you've been seeing just about every single day. Um, But the prices won't move. So yeah, that's all the price news. We were going up four or five hours ago. Like I mean, like it was like an actual spike up in price. And then Bitcoin has begun to slam downwards. I don't really know what went on. However, I think that the next news story could potentially have had an effect, but I don't really think so. That's all the price news. And yeah, let's move on. So this was the most popular, unpopular news story of the day. It says European Union officials discussed banning Bitcoin trading during a debate on a proposed ban of proof of work, according to documents obtained through a Freedom of Information request. According to a report published by German digital culture organization Netzpolitik, officials from the EU went as far as suggesting that an all-out ban on trading Bitcoin should be enforced in order to curb its overall energy consumption. And, and I want you to focus on exactly the words that are going to be used here. This is a discussion on the ban of Bitcoin trading, not other coins. It's Bitcoin specifically for the idea that this should be used to coerce or force people into changing the network consensus into making it proof of stake. I'm not joking. The most worrying comments come from the crypto community's perspective came from a document that detailed the minutes from an EU meeting with Sweden's financial supervisor and an environmental protection agency in which officials suggested that regulators pressure the Bitcoin community to switch to proof of stake instead of its current proof of work and unidentified and good for them an unidentified official in the discussion said Ethereum started moving to proof of stake because of its community. That part is a lie. If Ethereum is able to shift, we could legitimately request the same from Bitcoin. We need to protect other crypto coins that are sustainable. Keep that sentence in your mind. We don't see the need to protect the Bitcoin community. That's why they were unidentified and why it said good for them because they would have been hounded. And we all know that it's true. Ethereum didn't start moving to proof of stake because of the community. It was because of a promise that they made in 2016. The idea was, for those of you who've been here for a very long time, you remember this discussion. It had nothing to do with energy. It had nothing to do with consumption of anything. It had to do with the idea that people had begun to uh, express frustration that with their previous mining rigs, they were no longer able to actually create Bitcoin. The idea of proof of stake was simply that, well, no one needs these, this, all of this mining equipment because it was known as something already then that was only reserved for the very rich. And not many people who were able to buy up 100 mining rigs or all the other um, 
the the mining cards, whatever those cards are called that, you know, they're, they've run out of everywhere. They're all super expensive now because of all the mining. So it was proposed back then that they should make a brand new system because every other coin was still on proof of work. There was no POS. That just wasn't a, 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 a title that was going around back then. The idea simply was we could have a new system that would allow people to only use their old computer and regardless of what it was to be able to make new coins. That was the idea. I'm certain that whoever this was, they probably either own a massive amount of Ethereum or, uh, how do I say this lightly? We've had for a very long time in the cryptocurrency space a, a very clear line drawn in the sand. Uh, this this line has become a bit muddied, you know, rain has dripped on it, what have you. But in the very beginning, there was a very clear line between Bitcoin and Ethereum. And that line eventually became askewed with Bitcoin, Ethereum, and XRP. And then other coins joined the fray, and this is why I said it's a bit muddy now. The original idea was, it's the same exact thing what we see with Jack Dorsey. If you like Bitcoin, you really like Bitcoin. It's not it's not a coin that you have half of or one twenty-eighth of in your portfolio. You accumulate Bitcoin because Bitcoin is the only coin that matters. Same exact thing for the original adopters of Ethereum. Ethereum <coughs> is meant to be a world computer. It is meant to be the new form of the internet. Anyone who openly discusses the idea of Shun it from from the EU Parliament. Think think of these words. Who openly says we need to protect other coins that are sustainable? Think of the power of that sentence of saying that we need to protect other cryptocurrencies when the entire idea of cryptocurrencies is something that usually uh, government officials are completely opposed to, as they want nothing to do with it, and they believe that you know the euro, the U.S. dollar, and the yen should be the things that are protected, and they see no need to protect the Bitcoin community. Think of who would say a sentence like that. Someone who's in the cryptocurrency space, who has planted their feet firmly in another community. And once again, this is why this person uh, was unidentified. Another unnamed speaker suggested that the EU could reasonably place a blanket ban Blanket ban on trading any crypto asset that uses proof of work altogether. The answer to this question was was redacted in the document protecting the ongoing decision-making process, but it brings attention to the fact that the EU was seriously considering such dramatic regulation. I don't think that they actually were. I think this is a, a very rogue handful of regulators who are probably anywhere between the ages of 29 and 40 who are already deep into the cryptocurrency space. No one outside of the cryptocurrency space talks about stuff like that or talking about the need to protect other coins it's probably someone Nordic, completely. If you if you pay attention to EU politics at all, or if you pay attention to the, the discussions around the world that have been happening, uh, Nordic countries tend to be a lot more energy consumption friendly, especially when you get around Sweden and stuff like that. And the idea of wasting any kind of electricity usually always comes to the forefront of a discussion. Normal policymakers in the EU don't actually care about any of these things. Like, I mean, just explicitly, that we've seen how the world actually works. So um, I find it odd that we've kind of swung back around to this conversation, and I'm going to explicitly, 
100,000 million percent. I know I keep going up more percent every single episode. This is mainly because of the conversation that Elon Musk has had. It's because of him. If you all remember, go back to the beginning of 2020. This was not a discussion. We knew that Bitcoin used tons of electricity. Many things use tons of electricity, but it was no longer an actual topic of discussion. And this is why I love the internet, because you can find all of these things. This is, a, this is an article from December 21st, 2017. It says, no, Bitcoin isn't likely to consume all the world's electricity in 2020. This was a major discussion. We, we went through the, 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 the entirety of the motions in the cryptocurrency space. This is the reason why I always mention, if you've been here for a long time, you should remember all of this information. It was very... When governments began to realize that they could not explicitly control Bitcoin, as Bitcoin's price had risen to around four dollars or $5,000 and, and mania had begun to ensue, a lot of the discussion was, you find the richest person you can, put them on TV and have them talk bad about Bitcoin. We had the Jamie Diamonds, we had all the other people, that was kind of one of the things. The original idea was from people, and it was the original, you know, the, the OG FUD, if you will, it was Bitcoin is too slow. When they realized people didn't care that Bitcoin was too slow, it was uh, Bitcoin has high transaction fees. And that was around the time when Bitcoin had a, 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 thing, a $1 or $2 transaction fee when other coins still had a, a couple of cents. Cool, because Bitcoin had more usage. When they realized people didn't care as Bitcoin's transaction fee went up to around $28, the idea then became, well, Bitcoin is, is, is terrible. It's, it's, not, it's not a sustainable form of currency because it's, it fluctuates too much. When people did not care that it was fluctuating because people saw that it had the potential to go over five to $10,000. Remember, I think even Mike Novogratz was like, yeah, it's probably going to max out around 10000 And then we'll see where it goes from there. They realized people didn't care. The next idea then became, well, it's only used by criminals. If you've been here since 2017, you remember all of this. And it, 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 it dripped heavily into 2018. The idea from what was then, well, it's used by criminals. And many of you remember at the time me uh, saying, because there were many articles as well, that Bitcoin was nearly exclusively uh, used by um, ladies of the night. That was also a very big thing. We had many laughs about that because we were like, yes, okay, sure. They're the only people who are using uh, Bitcoin right now. And then around the time when Bitcoin was hitting thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars, people began to say, "Well, it's consuming a lot of electricity, and it's 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 not good for us within the next couple of years." A lot of articles began to. I mean, I can't I can't find the original one, but there was one very popular one that basically stated that by the year twenty twenty, you know, the year that we've already passed a while ago, that Bitcoin would be using more electricity than all the world was actually using. And I want you to conceptualize that in your head. Luckily, a couple of articles were coming out with people saying, no, that's not, that's not how any of this is actually going to work. And that's why you might remember at the beginning of 2020, when Elon Musk desperately tried to get into the, the Bitcoin space to gain control over the code, you must remember all of that because it was very big news. And then he got rejected and went over to the people from Dogecoin. The first thing that he was talking about was how much energy uh, Bitcoin consumes. It's because he runs Tesla and the idea of Tesla is that they have to be energy efficient and energy so and so and we protect the planet and the world, but they don't really care because they're a company that just care about profits. Never forget that. There's a reason why he's so rich and he wants to become richer. Bringing it on back, 
the reason why, and I, I mean, not that I explicitly blame him for all of this, but he brought the discussion back into the, in, in, into the light because he couldn't find any other reason as to why people would uh, push against Bitcoin or say that Bitcoin was terrible. And it was the idea that, well, fine, we're not going to accept Bitcoin anymore until Bitcoin has over 51% energy efficiency. And who was the person who held up their trident and said, I'm going to be the one to make sure that this happens? It was Elon Musk, because all he wants to be is a champion for the cryptocurrency space in some sort of way or another. So now the fact that he brought that back into the light, for, for those of you who also haven't seen as well, this entire energy consumption discussion was 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 mute. Moot, gone. No one was, was talking about it until Elon Musk brought it back into the limelight. All of his fanboys jumped onto his back and they were like, yeah, energy consumption is bad. But what you don't realize is all the screaming that you did on the internet talking about how much energy consumption, uh, how much energy is consumed by Bitcoin. You also bought to the light exactly how much energy is consumed by the entire cryptocurrency space. And now there's tons of hate for Ethereum and many other altcoins. Even the coins, yeah, I know. Surprise, right? The coins that are also running on proof of stake are still using electricity. People have gone so far as to actually even track how much a transaction uses when it comes to electricity and apparently it's a lot so this is why the mainstream actually hates nfts they hate digital collectibles they hate ethereum they're going to hate it after it even transitions to proof of stake because people have found out that these things surprise still use electricity so this is where you get a conversation like this where people like well we should just ban the entire thing because it uses so much electricity i find it incredibly weird how the discussion never, ever, ever, ever is. And here's the, here's the final point in this before we actually move on. A large part of my problem always is, what about the 1.5 billion cars that are in Europe? What about the, the 500 million plus cars that are in the States? For those of you who've never lived in the States, or if you currently live there, shake your head and yes, uh, most people have two cars. I grew up in a world where everyone I knew had at least a car, and most people had like a weekend car as well. Most couples who live in like dense urban cities where they could take the train or the tram or even walk to work, they usually have two or three cars. Why is there no discussion on the amount of cars that people have and the amount of uh, stuff that's coming out their backside and how terrible it is for the rest of the world. Why does Bitcoin always get the, well, Bitcoin's the worst thing happening in the world right now. Bitcoin is so dirty. It's so disastrous for the environment. What about every other thing that's happening on the planet right now? Not saying that Bitcoin isn't bad or so-and-so, but I, I go over the news every single day. And you might remember, for those of you who've been here, the news that we've been getting for quite a long amount of time that even new people who are getting into the Bitcoin cryptocurrency mining space, they're making sure that their energy that they use is either uh, renewable or uh, self-sustaining in some sort of way. Like a lot of the ones in Texas are using wind power or solar power. The ones up north in Nordic countries or colder areas where it's better for the mining equipment are making sure to use hydroelectric power, which is also renewable because it's water. So, no, Bitcoin is not going to consume all the world's electricity by the year 2020, probably not by the year 2032 either. Don't forget that Tesla also just announced uh, that they're making a new Tesla factory or adding a new portion of it that's also going to be mining Bitcoin. It's not like they're going to profit from mining Bitcoin, but it's also going to be 100%, I believe, solar powered. So 
this discussion is constantly nonsensical. You are not going to get to a point where everyone in the network is going to be like, let's move Bitcoin over to proof of stake. If you understand how Bitcoin works, and I assume that these people do not, and people who believe in Bitcoin, what they believe, I told you this a couple of days ago, the idea for Bitcoin is it's the electricity that gives it its value. It's the amount of electricity, think of it this way, that gets squeezed into every single coin that gives Bitcoin its Bitcoin value. You are not going to convince the people from the entirety of the Bitcoin network around the world that they should change the proof of stake because two redacted people somewhere in the European Parliament, and not to have a long-winded discussion about this, it's more of a, stop it. People have been trying to find ways to discredit the cryptocurrency space for so long. I've been in this space for, like, these things just make me roll my eyes because it's like, these constant discussions. This is why I, I saw, at the beginning of 2020, with the, when Elon Musk had that, I made fun of him in that video. And I was like, what is he doing? This is such an old discussion. We know that tons of people, even the people who are, who are mining Bitcoin very heavily, they've mentioned before in interviews, it, it is necessary for them and is, is monetarily better for them to switch over to uh, some type of renewable energy because they're tired of paying the energy cost to other companies. They'd rather have a completely 100% solar or wind-powered thing that's on their actual land or property so that they simply can keep the extra Bitcoin for themselves because usually what tended to happen before is that you have to sell the Bitcoin to pay your electricity bills. What happens if you have no electricity bills? Well, you get to keep those couple of thousand Bitcoin that you would have otherwise had to sell onto the market. So um, this was the most negative news that there was today. This right here. I assume that this had to do with the price movement down or simply it was we are in another very tight trading range and that's just uh, the current situation where we are. But uh, this was the most negative news. It was all over the place. Everyone was talking about it. Everyone has thrown up their, their arms in rah, 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 on, on, on Twitter to talk about it. But Whoever whoever stated all those things is clearly into crypto, and I'm sure that they're holding a huge amount of altcoins uh, because no one talks that way about crypto who already isn't in the cryptocurrency space. So that's all the uh, potential Bitcoin Bitcoin ban news within Europe. No other coin was mentioned. It's just Bitcoin. And yeah, let's move on. Ironically enough, also in one of the most popular news stories of the day, Elon Musk's electronic car company Tesla is holding Bitcoin. That's actually the news. Like, I I wish I was joking. I wish it was April 1st. That is the news. The company's balance sheet shows $1.26 billion in digital assets. Tesla has neither purchased nor sold any crypto since the first quarter of last year. The news is uh, people were able to look into their financial quarterly yada yada reports and they found out that Tesla still holds Bitcoin. Can you imagine the news that another Bitcoin spot ETF was launched and I think I found it on two websites? Oh, and, and, even, and even the next news story that we have was also more popular than that uh, physical Bitcoin ETF news. Uh, But the news that Tesla 
still holds Bitcoin was nearly just as popular as the news story that we just went over. I'm I'm waiting for someone to tell me why everyone is so obsessed with Elon Musk. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Someone told me that it had to do with philanthropy. If you've ever do you remember I I remember as a kid when people began to realize uh, that Bill Gates allegedly, uh, so said many articles, allegedly, uh, might not have been the nicest person in the world. And then he started doing tons of philanthropy as well and started donating money everywhere. And, you know, you can hire a team to make you look good, right? To, to let you know which shows you can go on to talk about what specific things. People are prompted. You're actually, like, so, someone will sit there and train you and tell you what you should say, how you should sit, how you should smile, for the camera when talking about giving away tons of money. And if you consistently make sure that you're in the news from the news companies that you probably also own or have a stake in, once a month you're constantly in the news, no longer about the terrible things that you were doing before, how you might have allegedly been bad to your employees. But what like what a nice person you are now. You did that over the course of 19 years. The public begins to see you in a in a brand new fashion. Not saying that Elon Musk has done this, but why all these have you not oh gosh like it's whatever we're gonna move on uh the point is um look into that like really look into like how rich people benefit from philanthropy and like what they do and what they can say and how much they can donate to make sure that they have no taxes for that year uh not joking the most popular news story of the day next to the eu news was that tesla is still holding bitcoin that you know what even thinking of it that might have been what the price rise was that might have actually been because we we shot up in price this news came out around the same exact time as the EU news all righty let's move on also in this was also relatively popular news and i was like oh, all right scott free productions the production company behind House of Gucky and Blade Runner 2049 has attached its name to an adaptation of The Defiant. Founder Camilla Russo's book, The Infinite Machine, about the founding of the Ethereum network. According to Deadline, Shyam Mari Madiraju is attached to write and direct, and director Ridley Scott will produce alongside Scott-free colleagues Tom Moran and Vera Mayer. He said, I can't imagine a better team to turn the riveting story, okay, about the people behind the most revolutionary technology since the internet into a feature film that will capture the hearts of our generation. I wonder who they're going to get to play Vitalik Buterin. I'm trying to think of like some celebrity who they're going to get to play him. It's like uh, when you see uh, from the big short, the guy who like played like the, the mathematical genius who saw everything happening. I was like, that's not really good casting, but okay. The Infinite Machine, published in the summer of 2020 when Bitcoin used all the world's electricity, was the first of three books by crypto journalists chronicling the journey of Ethereum from the brain of teenage Vitalik Buterin to the second largest cryptocurrency by market cap. I don't have to read anymore. It's basically talking about the other books uh called out of the ether and then the third one is the kryptonians which is the worst name i've ever heard in my entire life so yeah um 
House of Gucci was okay. A lot of people didn't like it. I thought it was okay. If you've never seen Blade Runner 2049, do it now. It's it's just a beautiful, beautiful movie. I I mean, it was absolutely incredible. So, yeah, the news is um, they're making an Ethereum movie, which I'm... And I'm going to say the, the E word. I'm excited about it. Simply because we've had, I think, three or four other crypto-related movies before, and they were just terrible. I mean, they were just horrendously badly terrible. The last one that I can remember, I think it was simply called Crypto. And when they first spoke about it in 2017, 2018, I was like, okay, cool. Because I wanted some type of a, not an Inception kind of movie, but just something a little bit you know, more dramatic and something more engaging and, you know, uh, people going into the digital world or people dealing in crypto in some sort of way. But that movie was about like a, a bank heist and it was it was just really bad. There was one before from Thailand, I don't remember. This is like 2014 or 2015. That was also, I mean, it was a movie. It was produced by people. Uh, that movie, it was about a guy who went to go get like his phone repaired. And as he was getting his phone repaired, what was it? I think he saw that the person next to him had their Bitcoin wallet open. Why they had their Bitcoin wallet open, I do not know. It makes no sense. Why would you have done that? And he swaps his phone with theirs, quickly leaves the store. And like in large numbers and letters on his phone, it's like 100,000 BTC. And I'm like, no one's wallet looks like that. And then like a chase happens where I think the person who was the phone fixer was trying to hunt him down to look for the phone. And I'm like, you wouldn't be looking for someone who took someone else's phone this heavily unless you knew there was Bitcoin on it. It, was, it wasn't good. So the fact that this person has made other beautiful movies, I'm going to assume that this will be good. I, I, don't, I don't really know. Um, I don't know what they could do. Like, I haven't read. Has anyone read The Infinite Machine? Uh, was it good? Because I, I can't imagine a movie about Vitalik sitting in a room writing code being incredibly um, engaging or, or thrilling. Or maybe they have like a chase scene where he's like jumping from roof to roof and He's like throwing back Ethereum coins at someone and go, ah, stop throwing the coins in my face. I, I, I don't know what they're going to do. This was also quite popular news. I mean, rightfully so. But I mean, you know. <laughs> Alrighty. That's the Ethereum Ridley Scott film news. Uh, yeah. Let's move on. Um, so that was basically all the news. All that stuff we spoke about. Another relatively sparse uh, news day. Um, however, also in the news, in, in, wait, we are desperate. Please look over here. No one's talking about us any more news. Um, Tron is, is in the news today because uh, I believe it was Justin Sun who announced uh, that randomly, you know, no, <laughs> not like they're trying to copy anyone else. Um, they're trying to also raise, uh, $10 billion for a stable coin. And I was like, dude, like, just please let it go. Just like step out of the limelight if you can, because it's just getting really, really embarrassing. Um, so yeah, uh, Tron is trying to create a, where is it? Created, creator Justin Sun announced today that the Tron decentralized autonomous organization, uh, the restructured Tron Foundation 
that allows users to participate in governance uh, and decision making about the network will begin issuing the USDD stablecoin starting on the 5th of May and the extra D stands for desperate. Um, in a separate announcement, they said they're going to be trying to raise $10 billion to be just like the Terra Luna Foundation because they have nothing else better to do. If you haven't, um, if you weren't here many years ago, Tron at some point was touted as an Ethereum rival or they were going to beat Ethereum. And remember I told you thousands of times the project wasn't doing anything and people were like, bro, you're so wrong. Disservice to your viewers. You got to understand Tron's the future. And I was like, it's it's not though. No one is using and no one actually cares about Tron except for people who follow Justin Sun on Twitter. For those of you who weren't here, the reason I stepped, I, I, I never even had Tron, but I stepped away from it as any type of candidate uh, for any type of rivalry with Ethereum was that Justin Sun on a daily basis uh, was basically announcing these new partnerships that never actually happened. He was talking about they had partnerships with different countries and the country was like, we do not know Mr. Justin Sun. He announced they had a partnership with um, Amazon and it turned out that they were simply using Amazon Web Services he spent $100 million on BitTorrent. They made a BitTorrent token and no one bought it. No one used it because we live in the future now and no one's using BitTorrent anymore. It's happened multiple times. There were $30 million acquisitions of nonsensical things. And I was like, they spent $300 million on nothing. You know what you can do with $300 million for a cryptocurrency, for anything, for, for life? $300 million for a cryptocurrency project? Tron could be in the top like five coins right now. But I mean, it's also kind of the exact same thing with EOS. People keep promising all these things and then nothing ever ends up happening. This is why I'm always like, do it. I own a lot of different altcoins, but at this point, I've stepped back and I'm like, if your coin can do something fantastic that every other coin can't, do it. Because every other coin has mimicked every other coin. Remember when Tron was talking about, hey, we also want to have ICOs on our platform after ICOs became a really big thing. ICOs got uh, struck down by regulators. And then the, the idea was that the first half of 2018 was that they were going to become STOs, security token offerings. And Tron was like, hey, 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 STOs over here. We're going to have the same exact thing. Remember the Tron NFT space? Remember the Tron, what was the other thing? The Tron mega smart contract platform that was going to have hundreds of coins on it? Of course you don't because it never ended up happening. This was also relatively popular news today. And I mean, I sat there and I was like, if you people start buying this coin again because of what this man said in a tweet. So, yeah, this is probably going to be the only time you're going to hear about this. And I mean, not even me not giving you the news. This is probably never going to be in the news again. They're probably going to find a way to get around like $1.5 billion together. No one else is going to be asking them questions and then they'll stop accumulating money. The coin will launch with less money than they said it was going to and no one's going to use it. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you've been here, you don't have to do research on it. But if you were here, look at all the Tron partnerships. that they, and they, they were, There's so many that I'm missing. So many other companies. So many other things that they were going to do in partnership and all this and other... Doesn't it seem odd that we had no Tron news for like a year and a half, but because Terra has been seeing a huge price increase, 
because of them accumulating Bitcoin for their stablecoin, that Tron is like, oh, 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 we're, we're also going to raise $10 billion for our new stablecoin. It's the same things over and over and over with this coin. Like, please let it go. Like, let it just drop to the floor. No one's talking about and or using Tron. Tron is not a contender in the in the NFT smart contract space. There's a reason why everyone is just floating heavily around Solana and Cardano and Ethereum right now. Oh, such a terrible coin. That's the Tron news. Um, yeah. Moving along. Also in, uh, this is going to go into the stupid news category because I'm not sure who keeps writing these articles. Residents of the archipelago nation, the Bahamas, may soon be able to use digital assets, including the world's first central bank digital currency, to pay for taxes. I'm going to ask very nicely that anyone, if this if this becomes your future job, or if you so happen to know someone who does this now, please write them an email, a text, or something, and let them know that central bank digital currencies are not crypto. I should not be having this discussion every single day. There were tons of articles floating around that the Bahamas was about to make crypto legal. They were about to allow people to be able to use crypto to be able to make payments for stuff. However, when you read through all the stuff, no, it it's about their their country's digital currency and them trying to ensure that people do not evade taxes or sanctions and are compliant and that they're doing so with the with the sand dollar. There was an article earlier and I saw that one um sucked my teeth and rolled my eyes because once again, but I I think there's another I think there's another website. Have you ever seen um any episode of SpongeBob or other any other cartoon we used to watch years ago where like someone was trying to be like a spy, but you could clearly tell it was them because all they had was like that little like eye patch thing on on you know like the raccoon colored eyes and they're like, hey, definitely not me. There's another uh, website that continuously writes articles and they are so pro central bank digital currency it's literally like watching an elephant in the room trying to sip a martini glass it's like what do you think you're doing the article they wrote earlier i don't have it here because i didn't want to look at it again it was talking about how a man in china paid his um his legal fees for something that he he know some something he had legal fees but he paid it. He paid for it in their uh, central bank digital currency, and they were like, "This is incredible. This shows that China is definitely very far ahead in the in the cryptocurrency space, and they're very accepting." And I'm like, "But we know that they're not. We know that they've banned crypto. We know they've banned mining. You're basically banned from holding it. You can't trade it. You can't do anything with it in the country." The news story was about that. Uh, people have been told, and you are heavily incentivized to use their new digital currency because the government is telling them to do so. So this man having some of that currency, which was also um, airdropped on millions of people, if you also missed that news over the last couple of months, and this man decided to use some of it that was probably sitting on his phone to pay his legal fees, is not revolutionary. People, I mean, there are news stories. There are like PDFs being sent to people telling them the greatness of this digital currency and how they should be using it. That's not adoption. That's someone holding your hand behind your back telling you to do something. 
So the news for the Bahamas is, and once again, whoever wrote this article, please, you, you can't, you can't be in the, the, the cryptocurrency space and not understand the difference between a central bank digital currency and a decentralized platform. It just doesn't exist. That's like someone saying, do you want to, you're thirsty, do you want a glass of sand or do you want a glass of water? Mm-hmm. The sand looks a little enticing. It looks kind of dry. Can you add some salt on top of it? It just doesn't, none of that actually makes any sense. So we've had news multiple times before that the Bahamas created the sand dollar and no one's probably using it. That's probably even bigger news than them trying to get people to actually use it. A lot of countries and states around the world have been mentioning that they want citizens to be able to pay their taxes in this currency. Why? Because governments don't understand what cryptocurrencies are or why we have them or why people are into them. Once again... Governments believe that younger people simply want digital money. I'm not joking. We've gone over the articles before. They believe that people are only into crypto because it's digital. And the idea is if they create a central bank digital currency, people will simply flock to it and go, well, this is, this is the same exact thing, if not better than Bitcoin, because it has the backing and the trust of the government. It's a digital version of the paper currencies that they already still have. It's still going to undergo inflation. The amount of people writing these articles, they must be paid in some sort of way. I'm going to say allegedly because I do not know. Why have there been, in the last two years, so many positive articles about countries and their central bank digital currencies being adopted in some sort of way when they're not Nobody wants to use these things because they're garbage. And anyone who's using these things, they're being told to do so. They have a credit score or a Sesame credit score. And they're being told you have to use these things. The news is sometimes so frustrating. I'm sure you hear it in my voice. Because it's like... I fear for so many people in the cryptocurrency space who don't understand what crypto actually is. Remember before, this was, this was years and years ago, and I would say during a video, every single time that we got these rich people talking about that people should leave the market, I would notice that my views would actually drop because I, I noticed that people had actually left the cryptocurrency space. People were probably terrified in some sort of way that rich person X said something. And then prices would go back up, and I'm like, they're saying it for you to get out of the market because they're the ones accumulating. This was not substantiated in 2017 and 2018, but now we have explicit knowledge that all the rich people are definitely buying. But people get scared so quickly, or they move. So, it's like when, when we first had news about Facebook coin, and they said it was going to be a stable coin, and people were like, how do I buy Facebook coin? And I was like, you know it's going to be pegged one-to-one to the U.S. dollar. Yeah, 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 yeah. How, how do I buy some? You know it's the same as you holding a U.S. dollar. Dude, how do I buy Facebook coin? Facebook coin wasn't even around then. Like It was an idea that they had mentioned that they had made a white paper for. So many people are in this space without any knowledge of the space. How do you plan on making any money if you can't deal with simple terms and, and topics? Have you ever watched... Oh my gosh, please watch these. Have you ever watched any documentary or any whatever? There was, there was a TV show years ago in the States as well about people who won the lottery and what they did with their um, lottery winnings. 
These people had no financial knowledge, like zero, zero. I always felt like, even when I was younger, I remember thinking, I was like, if I ever win the lottery, I'm going to like a financial expert immediately and being like, help me, help me do something with this. These people in these TV shows and these documentaries, I'll never forget this one time, this guy, like uh, he started his own like uh, championship wrestling organization or something like that. And another one, what was it? I think they bought sports cars and like they, they 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 did like a hey you just won let's follow you around for a month and then they do like a let's see you a year later <clears throat> i don't even mean broke i mean like these people were three hundred thousand dollars in debt broke i was like dude you won 4.3 million dollars how are you not only broke but in in debt like what what happened i watched one the and i saw only one happy one i i think it was in a german documentary they showed this couple who won five, six million euros equivalent. This was 15 years ago or something like that. And they caught up with them again. And they said they only had like, I think like one or two million left. Like they were, they were, they were like, okay, we're, we're spending a lot. They bought a gigantic home that was too big for both of them. And I think they happened to have a trip to Monaco one weekend because they were like, let's go to Monaco. We're rich. And they went to Monaco. They said they found this couple who was talking to them at a restaurant. They were like, oh, where are you guys from? And they basically told them their whole story because, you know, people don't know how to keep secrets to themselves. If you have money, stop telling people that you have money, by the way. And this couple was like, oh, we can actually help you. And the couple actually helped them to use the rest of their money to buy up property because <laughs> the couple didn't even think of buying assets. It was simply like, well, we have a million to live off of until, you know, <laughs> the end of our days. And the, and the couple was like, oh, no, you can buy about 15 different properties. They bought the properties, and now they're getting rent from them. So, you know, happily ever after, if you will. Sorry for the rambling, but I don't get it. I, what what do you plan? So many people in this space, and, and I've had this conversation with, 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 with a lot of my friends. Because I, I told you before, I have a lot of friends who will contact me. First of all, never will they ever normally contact me. I don't hear from these people for years especially not when the cryptocurrency market is down. But when the cryptocurrency market goes up and they realize that a Bitcoin is way too expensive for them to buy, I start getting those texts and I'm sure the same exact thing happens to you. Hey bro, dude, long long time no speak. What's going on? Oh my gosh, that's crazy. How are you? And as I'm typing how I am, I can see that they're typing and they go, so should I be buying into crypto right now? It happens every single, every single cycle, every single one. It's so exhausting. I've asked them sometimes, what if you had crypto and the price went up to a million dollars, two million dollars, you know, huge windfall, the price of the market goes insane, you make all this money, they can never really tell me what they plan on doing with the money, or rather, and I asked them, how would, I've, I've asked them multiple times, how would you invest it? I don't know, <laughs> I'd buy more, buy more crypto, or I don't know, I'd buy the next big thing. No, no, no. How do you how do you plan on investing your money in a relatively stable way? Well, I mean, I'm going to buy a house for myself. I'm going to put like, you know, half a mil in the bank and then, I don't know, just keep on going to work. People don't know what money is or how it works. Like, bless my friend who stopped talking to me years ago. Uh, the one who was like, and I, I think it was out of sheer embarrassment. If you missed this story, last story, then we can move on. Uh, he was asking me what he should do with his money. I think he had saved up around good five, six, seven thousand dollars, and I was like, "Okay." I was like, "How? Like, what's your level of risk on a scale of one to ten? He was like a four or five. I was like, "Okay, cool." 
have you heard of stocks? I was telling him like stocks and ETFs and and uh not not money market accounts. Um oh gosh, what are they? Mutual funds. And I was like, "Listen, you can get some, you know, 15% returns on your money every year and these very stable companies, you can even get dividends. What's a dividend?" I explained what a dividend is to him. You can make passive income for the rest of your life. You can begin now. You are in your 20s. You can by the time you are 40, you're going to be having checks coming in every single month. You are going to be good. He told me he wrote down everything. And I think later on that day, I saw him write on Facebook that he had made the best. I'll never forget it. He said, I've made the best financial decision of my adult life. And I had a little tear in my eye. I was like, you know what? I am so, I am so happy for you. People were like, what'd you do, bro? What'd you do? What'd you do? He put his money into a certificate of deposit, a CD at his local bank. For those of you who are not in the know of what a CD is, it's basically something where the bank says you can lock up your money with us for a number of years and we'll give you a percentage back when that time frame is over. In the 80s and early 90s and early 2000s, these were relatively attractive. My grandmother told me she used to always put her money into a CD because the idea was you, you put it into a two-year CD and you'd get around a 5 five to 6% return, which is insane to think about now. So it made sense back then. I think his CD was giving him 0.02% for a five-year lockup. And I was like, Why? He said the person at the bank told him it was a really good idea. And I said, they're a bank. They're telling you it's a good idea because they are making the money from it. <sighs> if you already, and I say this in the in the most honest way possible, you should have, unless you are, I can't, and I and I will never, never ever tell you explicitly what to ever do with your money. I will never do that. If you at some point plan on cashing out of the market, even cashing out half, if prices go astronomical, Ethereum hits 15,000, you go, you know what? Pump the brakes. I want to cash out some of it. Start writing down a plan as to what you want to do. Like what you, do you plan on acquiring property? Are you going to have some type of passive income source? Like what do you plan on? You understand what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, there is no, not to make a joke, like there is no plan B. It's simply, I'm going to get rich, buy a Lambo, live on the beach, and then what? You got a good at least 30, 40, 50 years left of your life. What's what's the plan to make sure that you never, ever have to work again? So, and all that from talking about the Bahamas and a coin that has sunglasses. Um, Yeah, that's the other Bahamas news. Oh, boy. Um, and also, what's this one? Um, dare I even talk about this one? Uh, where's the sentence? Adoption of Dogecoin continues. Uh, apparently in Florida, the first Miami Presbyterian Church is now accepting donations in Doge. The development of Dogecoin adoption was announced via Twitter by Reverend Dr. Christopher Bennett in response to a tweet by Elon Musk saying happy Easter, uh, there's a, a doge uh, dressed in a, a bunny outfit, and there's um, the pastor saying that they're accepting Dogecoin. Hashtag Dogecoin to the moon. Uh, backing it up, because you know I got to say it, um, is Dogecoin going to the moon for the church? 
or is the church going to be donating all of the doge that was donated to them? Do you understand what I mean? If you've ever watched any, uh, or if you've lived in the States, um, I've seen... Okay, we're going to move on. That's the... Yeah, what? I can't, how are they doing that? I mean, it's almost like they're in the future. That's crazy. A church accepting Dogecoin. <laughs> wow. Also, told you the news was going to get really, really weird today. As always... A very special thank you to my Patreon supporters. I got to charge my phone. Jesus has like 1% left. GBU Wally, Bubble Mode, How's Life Austin, Auspicious Agile, and Blockchain, Jamie Saad, Blockchain Simplified, and let's move on. Empire Queen, Fud Wiser, Roman Geba, Bitcoin Ben, Arachno Dave, Tony Ambrosi, The Dealer's Den, Captain Something in the Z-Way Lay, Mobarazi, VB Nerd 21, Miguel Grolet. Every time I say Mobarazzi, I think I'm saying Miguel Grolet. I don't know why. Doesn't make any sense. Lauren DeSilvo, Quoted Biddy, Troy Allgood, Space Case, Need a Miracle, Paternoster, Navarro Williams, Utopia 569, Moonman High, XRP, Martin Steuer, Nostromo, John Sarson, The Animal Reader, A Bibliophobia, Todd, Mullis, Adam, Grasic, Wise Night Owl, 242 to the World, Bankroll Network, Crypto Artist, Coldy 3D, Setsuna, Richie Rich III, Paxis, Nick Mangialavori, Jim Gardner, Jeremy Fox, Minting Coins, Yes to Crypto, Bodie McBoatface, Anytime Fitness, Monks Corner Staff, Bake Me a Cake, Tigera Machanisa, On Crypto with Lionel, and Crayola Michelle URL. Thank you all very, very much for your continued support. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to all the new Patreon members. Thank you to everyone who is a member of the channel who clicked the little join button below. Thank you to everyone who is a clicker of affiliate links. Thank you to everyone who leaves multiple comments, who leaves likes. You can't leave multiple likes, but I th thank you for trying. And thank you to everyone who has subscribed at the moment. Bitcoin is currently at 40,725. It is down by 2.2%. You can see the little chart right here. We went up and then we went back down. Why the dramatic movement down? I don't know. It has to be because of the EU thing. I really can't understand any other reason as to why we would have gone down such a sharp decrease in a short amount of time. Where is it? Polygon is up by 3.8%. Tron is up by 8% and is going down, I assume, because of the magnetism of Bitcoin. My gosh, I just don't understand. Monero is up by 3%. I think this is still off of the heels of the uh, Monero community taking their coins off of cryptocurrency exchanges. So they're up by 20% in the last seven days. Um, ApeCoin is down by 4%, but still up by 17% in the last seven days as well. There were rumors floating around of um, like a land airdrop or something. I don't know what's going on, but people keep making rumors, throwing them out there. They catch on. People start buying stuff, and then apparently the rumors are never substantiated, and then prices end up going down. Um, Theta is up by 1%, Thor Chain is up by 1%, anything else, no, oh, Zcash is up by 1%, look at them, yeah, alrighty, I do hope that you've all enjoyed, is it a Friday, jeez Louise, thank goodness, I hope you all have a great Friday, I hope it goes by quickly if you are at work, 
I have a lot more work to do. There's a lot more stuff to be made. Um, I'm doing a relatively good job keeping up with the other channel. Uh, money rules for those of you who are... I mean, it should be in the, the description below as well. So you can find it there. I'm doing pretty good when it comes to like relatively periodical updates. So, you know, give me a little golf clap for that one. I do hope you all enjoyed. I do hope you all are having a great day, a great morning. Great afternoon or great evening, wherever you are, wherever the heck you might be on this weird, weird planet. I do hope that it is absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, supporting, and or just listening to me ramble on about Tron or central bank digital currencies. And I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you all.